0: <laughs> to Attentive <laughs> Wild Oblivious podcast, formerly known as
1: 15 Minutes of Giving No fuck.
0: <laughs> uh Yeah, you're quick with that. Uh, I mean, episode number 035. Today we're talking about this, the, the last five.
1: The second part.
0: second part, the differences between caring and worrying. I'm going to let you go first.
1: I, I think to caring and worrying, is, it they seem similar, right? I'm worried about you because I care. Yeah. But. If you are caring for someone, you want best for them. So yeah. optimistic versus pessimistic. Caring usually involves optimism, believing in per- in the person, the best of the person or the situation. Worrying is pessimistic because it's focusing on the worst possibilities and outcomes. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you can't do that because I care about you and I don't want you to get hurt. So like live in a bubble. No, what you need to say is, I'm, I care for you. I want you to do good. I want you to be safe. I want you to do this. But I do want you to explore the world because yeah. the only way you actually really live this life is by doing, right? You can't live in fear. So, and if you, and what that causes anxiety. Oh. Yeah. And you can't put in, your anxieties on other people. Like, you know, I'm sorry, we can't get a pool because you're going to drown.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like when, when your first you starts, starts driving.
1: Yeah. So,
0: man, that fear is greater than convenience. But eventually, yeah. convenience and fear are kind of equal. But at, at first, man, that fear. Oh is yeah, huge.
1: you you're like get the bumpers out. Everybody, yeah. get your you know rubber bumpers on your cars. My kids about to drive, but you want them to be independent to be able to see yep. the world and do all the things, and you care so much about them. That you don't want anything to happen, but you have to let them go a little. So. Because if you keep making them worried, they're going to be anxious and they're, they're going to get into an accident. Yep. It's going to cause something bad to happen. And, again, I believe that if you put that negative out there, you get negative. I feel like
0: kind one of, kind of the last podcast. Yeah,
1: put, your, put your positive feet on it and care. Care. You should care. But you shouldn't make other people worried because they're doing things. And and a lot of times you're just projecting your shit on other people, and that's not fair.
0: Well, one of our big ones, boundaries versus obsessions.
1: Yeah. Um. I found out this a lot with kids in sports. This to me is what do you mean? a big deal. I did, you know, recently with all like my son plays little league and, you know, he's a hockey kid and all that sort of stuff. I've been like watching a lot of like videos where it's like the parents are just obsessed with their child becoming a famous hockey player or playing for the nuggets or playing this and they have to be the best. So it's, and Every minute of their childhood is regimented with a time this, a trainer or whatever, blah, 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 blah.
0: Instead of letting them live.
1: Instead of letting them say, you know, I like this sport better or I like that. Now, if my kid says to me, hey, I want to be on the travel, whatever, because I want to play more, that's great. But I also have to give my kids that boundaries is say a lot of this has to come from you Yep. i'm not gonna if you're
0: fork- not good enough to, to make the team yeah you're not gonna be able to do it
1: and and are you okay playing in a rec league are you okay doing that if not you're gonna have to work harder i can't work harder for you i can't you know throw the ball more i can't yep. do this more for you you have to be willing to will i help you throw the ball yeah will i help you try to practice and do your things yes will i take you to a lesson absolutely but a lot of the Things where I see a lot of parents are obsessed with their kid and them being successful because maybe they didn't make it to the big leagues or they didn't do this. And, you know, it really is frustrating where you're like, that kid hates that sport now because you're the asshole parent on the sideline going, hit the ball harder and why the hell are you doing that? And the kid's like, I don't even like this sport. You know, so I think we need to get back to your obsession with something may not be your child's or your spouse's or your, you know, your friends. And so you can set boundaries, but also know that, you know, interjecting your beliefs on someone else's isn't also healthy Mm. either. So
0: I think the best parents, sports parents are the ones that have either refereed or coached. Oh yeah. Because they have the inside, you know, some of those parents never Mm. even play the sport.
1: Yeah. Well, and again, you know, with, with boundaries in this, this sense, what are you doing to your child's he- mental health? If I don't hit the ball really far, my dad doesn't love me. Yep. If I don't, you know, get that guy out on third base, my mom's going to scream at me, try harder. Or I might have to walk the fuck home. I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. some parents are so belligerently crazy. Like, yep. you know, yell if you're a parent in the silent and you're not coaching or volunteering or doing something and you yell, you're an asshole. Yep. I'm just letting you know. And again, words of Rachel, Rachel. And I don't really care what you think anyway, so... I mean... Rachel,
0: Rachel's laws Rachel, of
1: caring. Rachelisms, um, <laughs> I've been enough sports with. I'm like, are you seriously doing that? And again, do I get heated when my kid hits the ball? And I'm like, yeah, that's my kid! Yep. Or, you know, way to go, bud! And but it's I,
0: all positive, though. And,
1: I, and again, I'm always like, you know... Dude, so what? You strike out. You know how many times the professional people strike yep. out in a game? The more strikeouts then actually hits and... All this stuff. So keep talking. Um, I think we need to set boundaries on you know your shit and other people's shit, and you know make sure that we're not putting unhealthy, you know, mental stress on, especially kids and your spouse and your friends and all that and coworkers and you know. Especially we, me, damn it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no extra. Yeah, we don't stress want to give on you a me. Stroke. Heck no. Yeah. So. Uh, number three: healthy versus unhealthy. Speaking speak of the strokes. Uh, healthy versus unhealthy. Um, caring is healthy. Uh, worrying is unhealthy. It's it's almost a waste of time.
1: Yeah. Because you know. half the time you are worrying about situations. It's you know, never going to happen. And, and you worry worried for nothing. Yep. So now you have an ulcer and the person's like, okay, I'm fine. Cool. Sorry. Again, you can also show physical symptoms because of worry. You know, so I'm going to put all this, angst on myself. You're not worried.
0: And make myself sick.
1: You're still going to do it. you got to do whatever's going on with you. You have to make yourself better. You have to be your advocate. I can worry about you. Like, I, I worry that something's going to happen to you. But I care more than I'm going to worry. I'm caring like, hey, babe, did you remember to take your medicine? Or did you do this? Or, hey, let's go for a walk. Or, you know, things like that are positive. Not going, oh, my God, you forgot to take your medicine again. Oh, my God, you didn't do that. Are you going to really eat that? Are you going to have that cheeseburger? Blah, blah, blah. That causes more angst and more stress and, you know, the ulcers and and the I can't sleep yep. now because I'm going to die or this, you know, so
0: that cheeseburger's going to kill me.
1: Yeah. So you you really have to learn to care.
0: Cheeseburger in paradise. Death. <laughs> die. Death. You
1: have died. You have
0: died.
1: I mean, again, and I think everything in moderation, if you want a cheeseburger and that's what you're feeling and then you're going to not be able to sleep because you have a cheeseburger have
0: a bite of a cheeseburger have a bite have a damn whole cheeseburger
1: eat what you need
0: whole burger but
1: make sure that you know that you're in charge of your health yeah. right so if your spouse or your people in your life are gone can have another fucking cheeseburger blah, blah, blah. that's also not helping i feel like mental stress causes more physical angst and again are you are you worried yeah Can you help your person in your life if they're making bad choices? Absolutely. But it really comes down to to the person being their own advocate. Yeah.
0: Number four, motivating versus paralyzing.
1: Uh, Yeah, no. Number nine. Well. Oh, four, but
0: nine. Four today.
1: 49. (laughs) That's how old I am, in case you care.
0: Uh, Um, Motivating versus paralyzing. Caring
1: can motivate one to actions and inspire positive. Changing worry can be paralyzing, causing one to feel stuck or overwhelmed by perceived and what is that? Enormity. I cannot see that word. Enormity. Of enormity of issues at the in hand. Um, wow. I need glasses, but that's okay. Um, but think about the people that can't go outside. Agoraphobic. Like, yep. I don't want to see people. Like I'm afraid that go outside because I'm going to get, you know, the aliens are going to get me, you know, so you really need to, I think positive self-speak is a really big deal. Like I know people can go, Oh, I'm going to be happy today. You really have to make a, a conscious effort to go, how am I going to be productive today? What can I be doing? Like, even if I'm not feeling great today, at least I got the dishes done or I got that done. Those are all wins because it's still going to be mm-hmm. there. So caring to motivate someone going, hey, let's, let's go for a walk around the thing. You know, I saw there was a yard sale or let's go take our bike for a ride or Damn. let's go play pickleball. You know, that's caring. But when you be like, um, oh, we have all these things to do before we go away and blah, 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 blah. That makes me go, okay, I'm just going to sink down in my mm-hmm. hole and I don't want to do it. And now I'm overwhelmed because we leave in five hours for our trip or, you know, I got to go to work in, you know, an hour or this and that. So that causes me more angst. So then I have a bad day at work and then I have this and it just is this big snowballing effect. And again, you can, you should care and you can worry at times. Like when David calls you at work, and he never calls you at work and says, <laughs> hey, I had a phone. stroke. Pick up the phone. And I'm like, wait, what? So yeah. I worry that he wasn't okay, but I care enough to say, what can I do to help? You know, I'm not going to add more stress to you going, Correcto. what the hell? Dang, God damn it. Why didn't you call why'd me you, quicker? you
0: have a stroke?
1: Yeah, why the hell fault? did you do that? It's all your fault. So, yeah.
0: Number five. Number 10. Temporary versus chronic. Oh. The chronic. The chronic. That's different, huh? That's so different. That's not different. The chronic
1: That's a different podcast, David. (laughs) We are in Colorado, but
0: The Chronic.
1: Um but what do you think this 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 is specific to?
0: So let's say that something bad is coming up and you you worry a little bit about it, that's that's because you care, but you worry a lot about it, that's just not good. Especially if it's not that bad.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, too, a lot of times when we're dealing with, like, you know, I guess we can bring divorce in a little bit because of our other podcasts. A lot of times when you're coming to the date of your divorce is going to be final,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can worry the shit out of it. It's, it's still coming. happening. It's coming. But... Yeah you know that it's only temporary and you're going to get through it because of all the stuff you've already been through or you have a loved one pass away and you know, the funerals coming up, you know, that's going to suck. But all the stuff that happens after that, or the people that are there to help you are going to have you get through it.
0: Or it turns into a reunion.
1: Yeah. And you know, a lot of times, unfortunately reunions are funerals. And so, um, Maybe you make that initiative to be like, hey, we need to get together besides these. We need to not do this. Mm -hmm. I want to see each other while we're still, you know, breathing and doing all that things. And I think we all know, like, if you have an aging parent, like, both my parents are gone, so I don't have that worry. But I have a lot of people who have aging parents And they know that they're up in their age and it's going to happen. But if you keep worrying it's going to happen, you're not going to live that life with that person. You're just going to, you know, wish them away, maybe.
0: (laughs) So understanding the differences between caring and worrying can help us manage our emotional well-being more effectively. Yeah. If worrying becomes chronic and overwhelming, professional help such as therapy or counseling might be beneficial. Don't shy away from professional counseling.
1: And I think I think why we did this one too is a lot of times people think they are doing good to someone by worrying, but what they're actually doing is creating more chaos.
0: More eight thanks,
1: and so. When you like I, I know a lot, a lot of situations we say narcissism. a lot of times when you're in a narcissistic relationship, it's like, "You caused me to do this, this is why I'm acting this way," or you didn't do this," or "I'm the one who always has to take care of this and blah blah blah. If you care enough about the the people in your life, you want to make their life mm-hmm. easier, but you also have to let them do things. you have to let them Fail. Fail. You oh, have to...
0: You beat me. Yes, yeah, fail.
1: You have to know that you're not responsible for all the things in your life. Yes, you have children and you need to take care of them and you need to give them their basic needs, but you are not responsible for them yep. once they know or once they are conscious adults, right? Once they Correct. do that. And you can guide them and say, this is what I did and this is how I got through it, but your situation is a little different. So here's a couple of tools or... Here's someone that can help, or maybe you need professional help because I was a terrible parent. Uh, you need to help. You can help, but you can't do all the worrying for them. They have to learn the worrying to figure it out. And mm-hmm. you know, because I think we enable a lot of people in our lives because that's just how they've always been. Or I'm supposed yep. to do that, or I'm the matriarch, or I'm the, you know, this or that, or I'm the only one left that actually keeps in contact with everybody. That's a lot of pressure to put on someone. And I think we need to learn to care more and worry less about what everybody else isn't worried about party words yeah I
0: just you just said them
1: that was it bam I, I love you guys and thanks for letting us do hey, this hey thanks
0: for caring enough to listen to the podcast
1: I mean because we are fucking awesome and
0: don't worry about the next podcast but we'll figure it out oh my god we got you.
1: some good news um, well, oh, we got yeah. some crazy news but we got to figure out how
0: to We uh, address to it. Address <laughs> that shit. <Yeah.
1: laughs> I mean, Netflix is a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Netflix does uh, podcasting. Let it down.
1: Netflix it Netflix out. out.
0: <laughs> Have a nice night. Bye-bye. Okay, bye